0: I pleasure to welcome Alon Reyes, the Chief Executive at Reyes Corp, uh, to the Money Show this evening. This wonderful notion of starting a small business and getting it going, Alon, and then it works. Not every small business does work, but some do work, and some work to a point where they need to be scaled, where they need to grow, where the founder is hit uh, on a really great idea, and that idea needs to be expanded and extended. And this is often a, a very, very big testing ground for anybody who has started an enterprise. It's either makes or breaks them.
1: Hello, Bruce. Yeah, uh, that's a great introduction. And in fact, uh, mostly it breaks them. And we've all heard uh, the stats of 96% of businesses failing But there's another great 96% statistic, and that is from Vern Harnish, one of the global leaders on scale. And he talks about the fact that in in the U.S., and and from what I've witnessed across uh, South Africa and other parts of the world, um, a commensurate number of 96% of businesses don't achieve more than a million dollars in revenue. Now, think about that. Zero to $1 million in the U.S., 96% of all businesses in the U.S.A. are less than a million dollars. And then the next stat is even more interesting that from 1 to 10 million, it's 3.6%. From 10 to 50 million is 0.4%. And above $50 million annual revenue, it's statistically insignificant. So, So what is stopping businesses growing? What is actually preventing them from growing? And that's what I've spent... The last 10 years trying to understand and working with businesses who are trying to scale and seeing where they they tend to fail and what are the common things that allow them or or cause them to fail.
0: Alon, and it's so important that I would like you to log off, please, and I would like you to come back again because, unfortunately, it does sound like you're having an early evening bath. Um, And that's fine. You're welcome. You're entitled to have an early evening bath, uh, but I don't think that is what you're doing. It's just the audio quality is unfortunately poor. And that is it. I mean, he has spent a decade looking at this concept of how to scale small businesses. Um, And and it's the conversation I was having with the marvellous Pumalanga entrepreneur earlier um, who is uh, canning chicken necks and uh, and feet and has now got himself a, a glorious contract with the very mighty and powerful shop right, of course, and and that is the, the you know, there, there are a couple of risks in business. You don't grow and you die uh, or you get given this wonderful opportunity to grow and you mess it up because you're simply not geared and equipped and ready to grow and this is what Alon Reyes has been grappling with for, for quite some time. He's back with us on the telephone. Old school this evening, Alon Reyes. That's what we're doing. Um, talk to me about the, the various trip wires that you've identified. It's such a great term because it's Visible, it's there. You can see the danger, uh, but you can still fall or flatten your face.
2: Yeah. So, Bruce, the first tripwire happens at around fifteen people, and I talk about people because people generally represent a level of complexity in a business. That as businesses grow, of course, if you're going from one to two people uh, to three people, the the lines of communication actually become Exponential. So you and I are speaking, that's two people. At a third person in the room, that's six lines of communication. The fourth, there's 16 lines and so on. At about 15 people, businesses hit their first tripwire, which is called the loyalty tripwire. And what happens here is, is that generally when I start my business, I've got my cousins, brothers, uncles, daughters, sisters, son who is a guy called Bruce he's he's, he's relatively nice guy, not too well educated and he works (laughs) for relatively cheap.
0: This is a bit too close to the bone hold on a second, I'm I'm beginning to feel like you've been investigating (laughs) um, not only for the last 10 years how to scale businesses but my personal life, just a bit too much uh, Alon, you're hurting my feelings
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry Bruce there are the Bruce that I'm talking about but but if the shoe fits in all but um, but back back to the tripwire um, so, 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 Bruce comes to work for me and, uh, it's, it's great. He's not too expensive and we start to get deals and then we get a big deal and he works through the night with me and we have pizza and we pack the boxes and we get the order out and it's fantastic and we grow and grow and grow. We get recognized. We then start to get bigger orders from bigger clients who require more sophisticated, uh, solution than what we're doing now. And that means I have to go and employ somebody else. So now I've got 13, 14, 15 people in the business, but now I have to employ somebody who can actually do that more sophisticated stuff. So I employ this person, and that person is, is degreed and, or experienced, and they cost a lot more than Bruce. And I now see them as the future, and I start not giving Bruce so much attention. And then Bruce and his cronies come to, to my office, and they say to me, you know, Alon, it's not like it used to be. You know, it's re- it's really not like it
0: used to be. You've ruined the and business. I mean, this business is doomed, Alon. I mean, how how can you treat us like this? What is? I mean, I'm just living the, living the reality here. But uh, we all know that stage of a business. We all know when you've got a, a group of people who were there at the startup and it was so much fun and the all-night pizza and all of that sort of good stuff. And suddenly that's gone because actually now it's become a bit more serious and a bit more grown up.
2: Exactly. And so what the research shows is that what Alon generally does is I choose you, Bruce. I choose you over the new person. So I choose, that's why it's called the loyalty trap, because I feel so loyal to you that I choose you over the new individual who could actually take the business to the next level. And so that individual either doesn't get the attention that is required, and then they leave, and then I stay small, and I hit this Ceiling of that, like one million dollar. So that that's really the first um, tripwire, the loyalty tripwire.
0: It's such an important one because I think so many businesses get caught at exactly that point because it is a case of you know, and uh, you know, Bruce's auntie comes to you at the at the next family gathering and says, "Alon, Alon, why are you treating your cousin in this way? Why are you being like <laughs> this? You we know, do not understand the bonds of this family. We grew up together, and and the guilt." Actually, ends up constraining the business, and actually constraining the opportunity for everybody else in the business, and limiting its capacity to create opportunity and jobs in perpetuity for many, many others.
2: Absolutely, and that, and if you manage to overcome that and get through the the, the auntie at the at the function, and um, manage to appease Bruce and and explain to him that this is all good for him, and you manage to go to around 45 people you hit your next tripwire and your next tripwire around 45 is the rules tripwire and what happens here is that at around 45 people and once again it's not ex- an exact science. 43 44 46 47 around there due to the complexity now not everyone understands how the rules work in the business which was verbally transmitted before so Bruce knew to come to work at eight and leave at five, and he knew not to sexually harass people, and there were there, there were things that I didn't have to say to you. But then all of a sudden, when the forty fifth person arrives, all of a sudden, something happens, and then I approach that person and I say, you can't do that, and they say, where does it say that? And that begins this process of <laughs> me having to policy? put in... What's the policy?
1: Oh, yes.
2: I have to now put policies and procedures in the in the in in the business in the business and then i make one of two mistakes i either uh because bruce now gets upset because bruce actually made it through 245 and bruce and the new guy get upset and they say ah it's not like it used to be now we're more like a corporate now we've got rules and all sorts of things and then i make one of two mistakes i either say to you i wink at you and i say bruce don't you worry about it you don't have to abide by these rules and policies. I know you. And so I treat my, my staff differently. Or the second mistake that I make on that rules tripwire is that I don't actually embed any policy and, and rules at all. And from, from a complexity and from a structure point of view, the business then collapse in, ca- collapses in on itself.
0: And that's, I mean, yeah, and that's uh, the, another kiss of death. It absolutely is. But you make it through that tripway. You manage to get through the rules. You manage to convince Bruce, who's now beginning to come to terms with the fact that you know what, actually, uh, a bigger business is a more successful business, a more sustainable business. And it may not be the way it used to be, but actually, it's got some upsides as well. Uh, there is, I suppose, a point where it also. Is- suddenly you stop greeting people by name in the passages because you're not doing the hiring anymore you're not meeting everybody who you're hiring and suddenly culture um begins to slip through your fingers and the culture you thought you had is now being you know um is 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 being diluted and because you can't be everywhere all the time and you know being the the trailblazer of the business because now you really really are busy
2: Exactly, and that is called the intimacy tripwire, and that that happens at around 150 people. 150, the number known by many psychologists um, and OD specialists as the number uh, that where a CEO doesn't know everyone's name, and in many instances the people don't know who the CEO is because the picture on the wall is of the CEO at a much younger age. So, um, so this it becomes the intimacy. Um, triple wire. and this is what happens: is that Bruce manages to staple 150, and then we're in a meeting together, and there's a, another person in there, and I lean over to Bruce and I say, "Who is that?" And Bruce goes, "I don't know who that is." <laughs> and so, and so, so people start appearing in the business, and and the problem is, from a CEO, from a founder's perspective, this these new individuals don't know me, they don't know my, my heart, they don't know my vision, they don't know my values. They don't know uh, where I want to take the business, and so from from the way to remedy that, of course, is through over communication and over articulation of, of your vision, and and being very very deliberate in communicating your vision at multiple points, your values at multiple points, because now the the business transcends from the founder to. Uh, transmitting the values to the actual business transmitting the values. And and many businesses when they hit that point, the founder holds on and tries to fight this and tries to 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 do all this and they can't and the business cannot therefore scale. So those are the three there's many other issues that prevent scale and maybe we can talk about that at another time. But these three are the ones when when a small business is scaling that I see that they trip over these tripwires wires. Time and so time again uh,
0: and and so then the 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 consultant would come in and say well the obvious way to to prevent all this happening is start as you mean to continue so set your systems and processes in from day 1 F- act like a big business even though you're a small business but frankly i don't know how realistic that is i think most 99.99999 in at in, uh, to infinity uh small businesses are just grateful to survive past year 1 grateful to get to the first tripwire at 15 people probably surprised to make it to 45 and and so by the time they get there um so many bad habits have formed so many <laughs> uh, so many uh, failures of process and system have happened it's a miracle that people get paid on time every month because it it's just insane um but that's kind of the fun and the craziness of the startup. And without those processes in place, um, it does begin to unravel at a point, doesn't it?
2: It does, Bruce. But there is the case that you were also putting forward there, which is the over-engineering of, of process. And, and you need to be, uh, let's call it age-appropriate in terms of the amount of process that you put into a business. I've seen businesses over you know, formalize their their businesses too early and that constrains them as well. So there is a a sweet spot that you need to follow in terms of the curve. But when you talk about uh, businesses with process, there's an interesting stat that only only 30% of businesses uh, create some form of strategy, some form, on the back of a cigarette box, if you can afford cigarettes now, if you (laughs) you do that thing. But... um, a back of a cigarette box or a formal business case uh, with, with strategy. And this is the, the, the scary, scary number. Less than 2.5% of small businesses actually execute on a strategy. Less than two and a
0: half percent of small businesses execute
2: on a strategy. I mean, is that, and that's what I'm
0: obsessed with. You know, absolutely, because if you can be part of that two and a half percent, that's your survivability. That's your that's your standout. That's where you have a huge advantage over everybody else who's hacking their way through the rough. Um, you're You're playing the game theoretically on the fairway.
2: Uh, exactly, and and not only the the, the, the you, that you have to be the two and a half that executes, you have to keep executing every year because the business gets more and more complex and more and more hard to execute. And if you don't have the ability to scale your execution, uh, you also land up on that uh, pile that uh, that pile that we talked about that four, that ninety six percent that fail.
0: Alon Ray's great to have you on. Thank you very much indeed for coming through, Chief Executive at Ray's Corp this evening. Alon Ray's the tripwires, the stumbling blocks, um, and it's great insight. It really is as small businesses grow. Um, and there's there's an argument that says that you know, we waste an awful lot of money on supporting people who are never going to crack it, people who are never going to grow their businesses to a scalable point. We should rather be taking money that goes into uh, uh, small businesses and growing opportunities and investing in businesses that already employ 10 or 15 people because those people have already shown that they've got the ability to run a business and to do it successfully, and they understand the complexity of what they're tackling. If you keep throwing money at sort of one-person startups, you may occasionally find yourself an absolute gem. But on the basis of these sorts of stats that Solana shared with us this evening, that 96% of companies are never going to get to that first tripwire in the first place, we really need to think about how we approach, how we approach the world of uh, supporting smaller micro-enterprises and helping them get to the point where they can become the corporations of the future.